0: super talk mississippi media production toyota brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in southwest mississippi four years in a row come see the difference exit 40 brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com great service great savings at toyota brookhaven we deliver
1: i'm steve azar and i'm on the other side of the microphone A Mississippi Minute That's right Hey folks, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Don't forget, before we get started today, there are many glorious things to do right here in Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org and you will know what I'm talking about. All right, today's guest is one heck of a world-class, renowned musician, songwriter, and record producer. He is the man that keeps... All of us uh, you know stringed instrument types in time or at least he attempts to the drummer percussionist keyboardist and co-founder of incredible bands Creed alterbridge bridge and projected he has made his mark on the global music scene as we know and also made a lot of history in the meantime he's been in the studio lately working on a new record for altar bridge that album and I want to get into the mind and psyche and what got him to where he is and why he loves the game of golf. That's how we met each other, his personal journey to success and celebrate the life and career of my pal, Scott Flip Phillips. What's up, Scott?
2: What's happening? How are you, man?
1: I'm good, I'm good. You sound like you've, uh, you know, you sort of have the voice of someone that has spent 20 hours in a dark studio a day.
2: (laughs) That sounds about right. That sounds about right.
1: You've been you've been crazy busy with it.
2: We've been we have been busy. We uh, we did as you said earlier. We just finished up uh, a new Ultra Bridge record um, that we recorded here in Orlando, Florida. Um, very excited about it. Uh, we uh, just finished the mastering a couple days ago. We are slated uh, for a October fourteenth release date, and then. Multiple tours to follow. So we're really excited about that.
1: When you come off of the success, because I want to understand the entire success of Creed, obviously. Um, Sure. uh, And when you come off the success of that, how do you know when that time is up? You know, I'm dealing with me, and I'm a solo act, but I've got my guys. Some of them have been with me for over a quarter of a century, 25 years plus. Um, So when you find those guys that you can live on a bus with and all that, but still, I'm still a solo act, and I can't basically get tired of myself or realize maybe it's time to stop making records. You know, it's sorta like, I'm stuck with me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, (laughs) you guys had crazy success. You didn't make 10 albums. Um, You stopped, so, and then you've gotta bridge the gap. Pardon the pun of alter bridge and projected and all that. So, how do you know when the time is up? Maybe what caused the time to end, and then how do you transition to another band and become successful like you have?
2: Well, the the journey for Creed was, uh, you know, looking back on it in the timeline, it was it was brief, to be honest with you. I mean, we started in well, we formed in 1994 in Tallahassee, Florida. We all were. FSU student. We recorded My Own Prison, which was the first album, which was literally done in a guy's living room. Uh, the producers. Uh, we ended up doing all of the, uh, at least the first three Creed albums that we did, um, with, with the producer on all three. Uh, but the first one was basically a, a demo that we had done, trying to shop it around to you know major labels and get a deal on that kind of stuff. We started recording it in, I guess, probably summer of, or spring of, uh, of 1996. We finished it up in early 1997. We released it locally and independently on our own. Hmm. Uh, had a lot of major label interest and a whole bunch of people that said no, um, you know, that would come down. We'd showcase for labels here and there, got flown up to New York and, you know, met with uh, the, all the major labels that, you know, that you look at on the CDs or the cassettes or the the LPs, whatever it was, and everybody kind of passed. And we ended up signing with an independent label called Wind Up Records in the summer of 1997 or spring of 1997. By fall of 97, we'd released that album. Um, And kind of quick, I mean, the first five or six months were sort of that slow grind of, you know, playing clubs and, uh, you know, for nobody to begin with and then yeah. we started to have some radio success uh, and then it kind of just sh- took off like a rocket now
1: okay um, so you talk about taking off like a rocket I know you're still telling the story and I'm sorry to interrupt but yeah I gotta understand how that happens first of all back me up a little bit you guys we are do. all at Florida State and yep. do you have a college band is that how it starts and you're playing clubs you're doing covers and originals How's it we were
2: doing we were doing covers and originals and that was we first we started playing open mic nights um, at, you know, bars on, uh, if anybody's familiar with Tallahassee, Tennessee street was kind of the, uh, the local bar music, you know, frats and sororities that, the kind of, uh, the, the scene sure. where everybody went out and yeah. nickel beer nights and that kind of stuff. So we, uh, there was a couple different bars that we played, um, where first it started with an open mic night, uh, mm-hmm. then. It would turn into, you know, you're playing for four hours from 10 to a.m. <laughs> I'm um, starting
1: to shake a little bit. <laughs> you're, 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 it's exactly, we're, we're talking, it's so funny because, you know, talking to, uh, Mark and Sony and Dean and Darius, uh, there and our Edwin McCain, whatever, yeah. there, our journeys are exact. <laughs> I mean, like, we all have the yeah, fraternity I mean, stuff, <laughs> stuff, we all have the four hour gigs. I mean, it's so funny that, that we all live the exact same life. I guess maybe that's what you got to do. But continue on. I'm sorry. I'm just cracking up right now, though. Yeah.
2: No. I. <laughs> you know, it's exact exact same thing. And I've had you know had those conversations with like Darius and Mark and those guys. That sure. you know they were from Columbia, South Carolina, went to uh, University of South Carolina, and it was the same thing. You know, you started at ten, you played a 45 minute set, you had a 15 minute break to go exactly. out there and smoke and a beer, and yeah. yeah. Uh you know, we, it was, it all started with covers, because everybody wanted to hear covers. But our goal the whole time was to introduce original songs in with those covers. And the more that we played and the more that we wrote, take out a cover, add an original. Take out a cover, add add an original. To the point where we had a a little bit of enough of a fan base where we could probably do 50% of our own songs and 50% of covers for over a four-hour set.
1: Sure, perfect.
2: And then finally, uh, there was a uh, a place called Floyd's Music Store that opened that became like the um, sort of the regional band and even some national acts that were coming through. That's the place that they played, uh, where you know it was probably eight hundred capacity was eight hundred and it uh, it probably only should have been about three hundred. One of those type rooms where they cram everybody in there, and they weren't letting any local bands play. At all. It was all regional acts. And we finally had enough of sort of, uh, had established ourselves enough in the area to where we might get to open up for one of those regional acts that would come through. If it was, uh, uh 7 Mary 3, I, I saw Edwin McCain in there multiple times. Um, but we had built up enough of a base to where we were starting to play in, in venues like that. Um, we basically, earned enough money from doing that to pay for recording My Own Prison, which was the, the first Creed album.
1: Sure. Great album.
2: Um, wow. And then from there, you know, this is 1997. We're going into 1998. Things just kind of took off. It really it went from, you know, clubs to theaters uh, to. You know some outdoor radio festival stuff like you know type those type of gigs in 1998. We probably our biggest claim to fame you know up to that point is we uh, somehow uh, we managed to open up for Van Halen uh, in <laughs> Detroit. I love it. I love in it. <laughs> in uh, New York at Madison Square Garden. So we we've gone from
1: Floyd's like, Floyd's place. Floyd's
2: right. music store. You know <laughs> or any type of venue like that where especially when you're starting and your song is just kind of getting on the radio playing for 50 people 100 people to all of a sudden now I am opening up for you know one of the greatest bands of all time in Madison
1: Square Garden in Madison Square Garden exactly
2: (laughs) and from from kind of that point forward it just really we were cruising at a thousand miles an hour
1: yeah we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break because we have to uh, I got a lot of questions that you have uh, shot at my mind real quick, and things get sideways, so you got to bear with me. Go to visit Mississippi.org, folks. I've got Scott Flip Phillips, co founder of the band Creed Altar Bridge, which a new record's coming out, so be on the lookout and projected. He's uh, also can hit the, the little white ball pretty dang good, I can tell you. Don't go nowhere, you're in Mississippi. Man. I'm Steve Aston. Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay. It's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
4: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Bloodstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Callaway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days Week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of German Town High.
0: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Have
1: you worked at the same company for multiple years, always on time, doing what's expected? You were told when you were hired there was a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened. Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire Multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply, email hr at asbolt.net.
0: Good things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trustcare. Feel better faster.
3: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: My producer Will will be very satisfied with the perfect 11 minute segment. You're welcome. Well done. Thank you. That's the drummer because I have the drummer (laughs) leading the band and the song starts and stops just like these segments. Go to visitmississippi.org that will not be a segment you'll want to stop trust me. Um my guest today, Scott Phillips, uh, the drummer, keeping the rhythm of all things Creed, uh, Alter Bridge, and Projected. I love this journey. It's, uh, it's bringing back a lot of fond memories for me, but a lot of crazy memories because, you know, the funny thing you talk about, you're, you're infiltrating a, a, an original switching it out for every cover and you've got the forty five minute sets. We did the exact same thing. We grew up, you know, I grew up in the Mississippi Delta, so my, my university was not the size of Delta State was nothing like the size of Tallahassee in Florida State. But so we would get seen by somebody that went to Mississippi State that was visiting and Arkansas and LSU and Ole Miss, you know, et cetera. And then we would end up that's how we sort of started, you know, spraying ourselves musically all around. Um, and, and doing the same thing. So I remember one place called the dock in Jackson and the owner said, no, you, you guys, I hear y'all are playing too many originals. We don't do that here. You know, it's covered. And I said, I'll do all covers. So we begged ourselves into this place, finally did it. And of course I did probably three force originals that night on purpose. And I'd call them out as some other artist songs. And the place was packed because we were really, it was working back then, you know? And, um, yep. And it, they were songs that I was writing that nobody ever needed to document. They just needed a party to, you know. Back then, everybody was smoking except for one person. Now there's only one person smoking, and nobody is. So you know, you know. <laughs> remember the venues, you know, in the in the early days. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So. Anyway, it so it, it brings back a lot of memories, and a lot of them are really wonderful. Um, it's it's the time that you sort of grind it out and get there. I did the New York thing, too, Scott. Uh, close, 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 but then ended up going to Nashville and signing my first indie deal like you guys did, and it was a bad yeah. experience. And then I finally got going. You guys really started to do it right early. The writing process for you guys as a band, um, mm-hmm. and you make three albums at Creed, right? Am I right or am I wrong? We
2: we did. So we... we originally we did three albums we had a reunion in 2009
1: okay but in 4 y'all went for 10 y'all went for 10 years you separated scott went and did his own thing and then yep. you guys five years later got back together yes that okay is correct that okay is correct. so what was the writing process for you guys in the very beginning versus late
2: well it's it really everything really started with uh with scott and mark um mark uh as a music writer and a lyricist um but it, all the ideas originated with with those guys. We all had the somewhat of the same musical influences, and then there were some outliers. We were we were just on a complete different ends of the spectrum. But I think that's kind of what made the Creed sound what it was. We, you know, Mark, he he was based in metal, so it, it was Iron Maiden and uh, Merciful Fate, and uh, you know, just a lot of the 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 hair metal from the from the 80s that he was influenced by, where I was in rock and, and a lot of R&B. That was sort of where my influences were. Our bass player, Brian, is a huge uh, John Paul Jones
4: uh, hmm.
2: uh, Rush fan. And then Scott was uh, a lot of R&B, a lot of soul music, a lot of uh, uh, huge uh, U2 influence for, for him. He was a, a huge U2 fan. He grew up in a, uh, a pretty strict religious households where not a lot of secular music was necessarily allowed until he was and it was later years before he left for college so i think that influence of, of the four of us really kind of shaped the sound uh, with a lot of the writing it was you know mark coming up with a really cool guitar riff maybe having a, a melodic idea for it maybe not scott who was a very soulful type singer um, who had a lot to say, came up with, I think, you know, fantastic lyrics and yeah. great melodies. And then that would be the origins uh, origins of the song. And then I think the four of us in my basement or my living room or whatever, everybody always came to me to practice because I had the drum kit that wouldn't move
1: anymore. <laughs> you couldn't move it.
2: <laughs> um, you know, the, the four of us spending hours and hours just sort of, you know, working on parts and, and ideas is of where the mood of the song, where we wanted it to go. And I think that that was really the formation of, of the, that Creed sound.
1: Talking to Scott Flip Phillips. Scott, Scott, so tell me, as you guys are practicing and you're going over mm-hmm. and these original songs are happening and you guys are sort of, I always call it, you're a band and you're being thrown into this musical influences, like a blender, the musical blender influence. Yeah. And you're coming yeah. together and you're coming out and this is what y'all are, is Creed. At what point when you're in your house and, and you guys are going at it, is there any sort of aha moment that you guys look at each other and go, okay, we think that's something, the sound is something, the song is yeah. something, and did it come to fruition?
2: Yes. Um, there was a song that never got released, but we probably, a song called Grip My Soul, uh, which was. I think the first song that we'd all worked on together. Everybody had their own ideas when we had gotten together, and it was like, hey, I've got an idea for a song, or this was a song I wrote in you know eighth grade, and I've always wanted to hear it played with a band, that kind of thing. It wasn't until that particular song where I think all the four of us were like, this is our sound, this is what we want to be, you know, after going through countless other songs of trying to trying to find your rhythm trying to find your voice uh, and it was after that song I think that songs like My Own Prison and Torn and What's mm-hmm. This Life For uh, which were you know big songs off of that that first album yeah. for us that really took shape uh, but it was uh, it, that one particular song was the one where the four of us were like okay we've got something here this really this feels like us like the four of us not just one idea from one guy or one idea from another guy
1: yeah it had to and then, it had to happen at some point for it to work, to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Once we, uh, once the four of us got on the same page, it, it just kind of took off from there.
1: You think about the history that it takes. Well, you think about what it takes to make history. And you guys, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Genre-wise, where did you guys live? Because you obviously had this positive message. Um, right. What were you really considered before it sort of crossed over?
2: Uh, I think we were sort of, you know, it was sort of post-grunge is where everybody wanted to label us. It was right at that time where Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of those staples of uh, the grunge era were kind of waning off. And then you had, uh, it was sort of that awkward position where it was kind of like third-eye blind. And I can't even think of some of the other bands that were a big part of
1: of that era, but you guys that, were nothing.
2: That era, that family, you were nothing means.
1: like anybody. Which was, which was what you were supposed to be. You know, right. to separate yourselves. But there was no. There's never been uh, another creed. There will never, you know. Uh, well, maybe there will be somebody that comes along that reminds <laughs> you of of you guys. But what you guys did was basically in our business is impossible, which is so cool. You know, and it's not yeah. impossible. You and I both know that we are yeah, too, yeah, too stubborn yeah. to believe that. But but seriously, as you know, the business that we know. Um, it's it's a tough cookie to get all the, the ducks to line up for you to make Very it much. become global like you guys yeah. became. Did y'all tour a lot yeah. out of the country? So with Creed, we never really did,
2: um, which is something we can get to with Alter Bridge uh, here in the next segment or two. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, we really concentrated on North America. We had done a couple of European tours, did Australia a couple times and with... Being with Windup, uh, the original label that we were with, who was an independent, we didn't have any international distribution uh, for probably a year or year and a half into our career, uh, where we had really established ourselves as a kind of a major act uh, in, in the U.S. We were, you know, had graduated now, going from the clubs and the theaters into you know smaller arenas and, and multiple nights and cities, that kind of thing. So we tried to do. Uh, some international touring and now we've gone back into clubs with 50 people and, uh, you know, having to do the yeah. radio station circuit every day and go yeah. in and play, you know, a couple of acoustic songs for people and then
1: and while they're eating that pizza evening you know, perform where, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We
2: just kind of, we kind of got to the point where we were like, you know, we're doing so well in the States and we're making a lot of money in the States and then, you know, we do uh, European travel or, or wherever. We're, you know, now we're losing money, um, which in hindsight was a huge mistake to have that uh, ideology. Um, mm. We definitely should have worked the rest of the world like we worked in the States. But at the time, it was it was what we chose to do, and, and that's how it ended up. You know, we, yeah. we had a lot of international sales and a lot of success with, with Creed, uh, but we never worked it properly when it came to touring. Right.
1: I want to jump into Alter bridge in the next segment but usually this is the time when not only we celebrate visit mississippi.org folks check it out please but when we uh play you get to play dj because we are the birthplace of america's music i know there's been plenty of great music like you guys and uh tom petty we can go off the hook and so many great acts from florida but mississippi we you know we sort of you got muddy waters and bb oh, yeah. and elvis and you know anyway anyway the list goes on but I usually let you play DJ and pick a Mississippi artist, but we're going to celebrate. I want to celebrate Alter Bridge in this show. So my okay. my fearless producer will. Let's just forget my songs in and out of the breaks. Let's celebrate Alter Bridge because I think that that's obviously where our guest today is so gracious to give us his time. Scott Flip Phillips, you're in a Mississippi minute as always Thursday, Friday, and parts unknown Sunday.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 95. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old
3: Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at ClintonBodyShop.com
5: Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh now with up to 45% off-top rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers storage monitors and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell business credit upgrade today by calling eight seven seven ask Dell that's eight seven seven ask Dell ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. Supply 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net.
6: It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two district attorneys from Mississippi have stated that they will not prosecute community members over abortion cases. Attorneys Jody Evans and Shamika Collins released their intentions to join 90 other district attorneys and state attorneys from 31 states. Owens is the Hines County District Attorney, and Collins is District 6's attorney for Adams, Amit, Franklin, and Wilkinson counties. Those who signed the statement pledged to use discretion to not criminalize personal health care decisions. As for Owens and Collins, they have agreed that they will not prosecute people who seek, provide, or aid someone in getting an abortion. And a new partnership between a Boeing subsidiary and Virgin Galactic will create two special carrier planes for the company's rocket ship, with part of the aircraft's manufacturing set to be in Mississippi. On Wednesday, Virgin Galactic announced the plans to outsource the building of the new twin Fuselage aircraft to Aurora Flight Sciences facilities in both Mississippi and West Virginia. Each of the planes are expected to fly up to 200 launches each year, reaching 50,000 feet before detaching from Virgin Galactic's space rocket.
4: Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Contact MCEF today. Leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement.
3: Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Saturday with JJ Gray and Mofro. Big head top the Monsters, plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com. That's twilightms.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Bridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantee. This is
5: Brian Haydad of Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word because children are precious.
3: In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk,
1: Mississippi. Steve Azar with Scott Flip Phillips, incredible drummer, creed, Alter Bridge, Projected. We're celebrating Alter Bridge today. That's the project he is currently working on in the studio as well. And uh, every once in a while, Scott, I guess Scott and I run into each other about four or five times a year at charity events, uh, mutual friends. Yep. And uh, we almost had him at the Delta Soul this year, but he was working on this album. So we're going to celebrate that and hopefully get him next year. Or hopefully he'll be on such a massive tour with Alter Bridge that he he won't even answer my calls. That would be better. <laughs> uh, Hey, so Scott, so we're we're digging in now. Let's talk Alter Bridge, but before I want to tell you one thing because you need to you pay attention this year. To you're obviously a Florida State fan, right? Do you know who your tailback is this year, so let me explain. Back, uh, there's th- there were two tailbacks that came from my high school where my dad graduated, I graduated, my kids, when we moved them from Nashville, all graduated. Used to co-coach, I called myself the consultant back in the hoop days. Dylan Johnson, he's been starting at Mississippi State since he was a freshman. And then the other tailback was Trey Benson. Trey Benson went to Oregon, and then when the coach left, he has transferred to your alma mater, uh, Florida State. And in the, yeah. in the spring game, he ran for 77 yards in the first quarter. Quarter, so I'm sure he's probably going to be starting or right there up there.
2: He looked, he looked fantastic in the spring game. I we were, I'm, I had no idea that uh, that he had a Mississippi connection. A
1: product of Greenville, Mississippi, St. Joe. There you go. Uh,
2: that is awesome. I, I am. I, I need some. I need some good news in my football life since FSU's kind of been in the dumps here the last four or five years. So I was uh, beyond excited to to see how well he did.
1: He's a great, yeah, he's a great, great kid, great athlete, very intelligent, um, was always really great in school, both him and Dylan, but they, as a backfield, it was insane together. You couldn't. There's no way anybody can beat them. They ended up comp- getting compared to Apples and Apples, you know, coming from a small school in a small yeah. town. They would eventually go off, and I remember in New Orleans, Trey ended up with the MVP of this camp with players from all over the country, you know, the big camps, and then Dylan ended up winning the same, in Nashville, the same award, so both of these kids started to be elevated to that close. You know, I think Dylan was four-star. I'm not sure Trey ever got there, but he was a four-star. He's a pure running back. So y'all are going to love it. He, he stays healthy, good Lord's willing. Uh, y'all are going to have a great run with him, and I love that connection. All right, we're going to move on now. Let's get to – let's talk about, you, you You know, Creed's 10 years. You're like, you guys are like the Beatles. You come and you go, and then you come back like Darius and the guys did on their tour with, you know, with Hootie. Alter Bridge you're a drummer and you're a musician this is all you've ever done you're not going to stop so how does the creation of altar bridge form
2: basically the creation of Alter bridge kind of formed out of the ashes of creed we in 2002 we were on our third creed record and we're just kind of falling apart the seems a little bit you know trying to keep it held together but i think just personalities are moving in a different direction uh you know scott's had some uh, some ups and downs personally, um, and he is very open about that. He doesn't mind sort of discussing that, but it was just the time for us to take a break. Mark and I, uh, Mark Tremonti, guitar player, um, were always very close and, and sort of like-minded in our musical approach and uh, had just decided, you know, It was time to take a break of Creed, but we still wanted to continue working and working together. Uh, And that was sort of the formation of Alter Bridge. Brian Marshall, who was our bass player in Creed, and then left in summer of 2000, where there were some issues there that just sort of needed to be addressed, and he took a break. Asked him back for for this, uh, for Alter Bridge, and then we privately kind of put out some feelers on a singer, and there was a band called the Mayfield Four that had toured with us back in 1998 summer of 1998 and their singer was a guy named Miles Kennedy and i say singer singer guitar player and creator of the band he was the the uh the main songwriter uh it had a voice that was just unlike anything else that we'd heard uh, had put some feelers out through mutual friends uh To see what he was doing, and I think he was teaching guitar lessons and working at a music store in Spokane, Washington. Basically, kind of hit him up through the the back channels and said, Hey, you know, I don't know if you remember us, but we toured together and, you know, such and such year and dates, and we're interested in doing a project. Are you interested? And he was. And Mark had done some demos. this was sort of the uh, I guess Pro Tools have been around for probably seven or eight years at that point Pro Tools being a music software recording. Um, that's
1: what I'm recording you on right now as we speak.
2: There you go yeah. uh, just for the for the listeners who might <laughs> yeah. not be familiar <laughs> right. with right. The, uh, the recording process but Mark and I had taken some classes and we kind of did our own demos. and Mark sent these Pro Tools, Pro Tools files to, to miles to sing. Sing on songs that Mark had done. Of the melodies were already done. The, the lyrics were already done. Miles sent them back, and they just sounded phenomenal. Um, wow. So it was January second of two thousand four. We had basically wrapped up Creed at the end of two thousand two and taken two thousand three touring wise and sort of trying to form this this new band. Hmm. Miles comes down in oh four, and we hit it off. Uh, we start working on music. Um, Miles is at this point just singing. We knew that he was a great guitar player, but I think Mark wanted to
1: right, of course,
2: sort of keep it like yeah. Creed was, where he's the only guitar player. We record our our first album, uh, which was called One Day Remains, release it on the same label that we were with with Creed, with uh, on Wind Up Records, and had really good success with it. It, it wasn't near the success that uh, that we had had with with Creed but it was also sort of a different time of music too where what was it Napster I guess was sort of where everybody's getting their music from these days And uh, you know radio was kind of shifting a little bit in the genres that were popular at the time but we had really good successful tours we had gone back into the clubs and the theaters and stuff like that, but the one thing that we did different with Alter Bridge was we went to Europe a lot, Ah. Um, and that really changed the dynamic and the foothold the of, of what what this band's arc was going to be.
1: Did we um, just connect a dot there? We did. In the one we interview. just connected we a dot. about there. that? Gosh, there you go. Every once in a so, while.
2: No, yeah, that, while. Was, uh, <laughs> that was a huge difference for us uh, in In touring, in uh, our fan base, uh, we really got to see more of, you know, no pun intended, more of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's something that we have continued uh, to this day, um, where we we have really good success with Alter Bridge. We're now on, this is going to be album number seven that we're releasing. Great success in the States. Uh, but it's become Europe and the rest of the world that we've really sort of watched our fan base grow exponentially.
1: So as the streaming world takes over and you're still doing your – are you still doing it on an independent label or are you guys starting to do it yourself with a distributor? Um, Obviously, distributors have become uh, savvy enough, You know, at least mine, uh, that with streaming world and they understand the difference between brick-and-mortar places that are left. And there's vinyl now, you know, because that that makes a difference. So how are you all? How are y'all sort of processing what to do when it comes to the retail side and, and the consumer side?
2: So we've, with Alterbridge, we've we've run the gamut. We were with Wind Up, uh, who was an independent but had now grown into uh, a big label with artists like Seether and Evanescence and Finger Eleven. Uh, you know, they they were a small label, but they had a pretty big hit rate. They, right, they were they were fantastic. Um, we had just sort of run the course with them um at the time we felt like they were just sort of appeasing us by doing Alter bridge but really just wanted creed to get back together because that was their cascow. cow and we decided it was time to move on so we went from wind up to uh universal records so we we have jumped into the uh the big machine so okay. to speak and uh, released our second record uh with them which was entitled blackbird I had really good success with them at first uh but as soon as a few months or you know six months had gone on from the release of the record
1: they're moving on to you could
2: tell they were years, kind of yeah. moving on to the next new shiny thing yeah yeah you're we like well that's that's not what we signed. i up was there
1: for exactly yeah i get it
2: from there we went to roadrunner records uh which was based i guess they were kind of based out of the uk um if i remember right they were probably best well-known for having Slipknot, was one of their their big artists. Yeah. Um, did two albums with them, and then they, I guess, kind of got absorbed by another larger label. I forget which one it was, uh, but we kind of parted ways with them, uh, and then now we're with Napalm, uh, which uh, is based out of, I think they're based out of Austria.
1: Hmm.
2: They have international distribution through, you know, other distributors but
1: yeah I love it uh, I love it I mean you got to keep going to where people are getting it um
2: exactly exactly and we've we've always kind of kept in the as you were saying kept in the back of our mind that at some point we might just go to you know take this route on our own and and, and you know bank on ourselves and just sort of see what happens especially as you get older in your career where sure. you know you know yeah. that they're whoever you're with is going to move on to the next new 20-something band that is, you
1: know... Right. No, no. no making like, the girls cry. Yeah, <laughs> Did we used to make the girls cry? I can't remember. <laughs> it's been so long.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay, it's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to GBTonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. The
3: Greenwood LeFleur County Chamber of Commerce will host the 15th annual Bikes, Blues, and Bayous Cycling event on Saturday, August 6th. Voted Southeast Tourism Society's top 20 event winner for three years in a row, Mississippi's largest bike ride begins in historic downtown Greenwood and continues through the fast, flat, alluvial plains of the Delta. Come join the ride and experience the best Southern hospitality on Earth. Visit BikesBluesBayous.com for more information. We hope to see you in Greenwood on August 6th.
0: sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting Don't don't miss
1: it look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest
0: Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
1: This is Rebecca Turner of Good Things here on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Supertalk Mississippi.
6: When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, here
1: on Supertalk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word,
6: because children are precious.
3: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Supertalk Mississippi.
1: Steve Azar with Scott Flip Phillips, incredible drummer creed Alter bridge projected we're celebrating Alter bridge today that's the project he is currently working on in the studio go to visit mississippi.org so what's the plan on the release of this record what's the name of it your new record with Alter bridge and give new our record, listeners Alter
2: bridge uh, the album title is pawns and kings wow. um and i gotta be honest with you that might be an exclusive there i don't know that we've actually released the uh Oh. The title to anybody. What else. happens
1: so on this show? See, that's you got get information. Yeah, thank you.
2: That's what we get for being friends. You yeah, get I all love the it. all the dirt.
1: Yeah, it's good. Um, dirt. It's good dirt.
2: We uh, we release October fourteenth. Uh, we have a European tour that we uh, have already announced um, that starts uh, November the first in Hamburg, Germany, I believe, uh, and we finish. Mid December at the uh, the O2 Arena in London, and then from there, all of two thousand three will be multiple tours through through the states and through uh, the rest of the world.
1: Okay. On a personal note, you and I travel for a living. Um, I'm we're empty nesters. My wife and I have been married for 33 years, so we've gone through the journeys of being able to take them on the bus when they were younger. But then once oh, yeah. things school starts happening and all that, where are you with your wife and child? And a- as far as that journey of them being able to go, or are they in, is, Or you know, how old is your is your
4: child?
2: Well, my daughter is. Uh, she is uh, just came out of her freshman year of college.
1: Okay, so y'all were there. Uh,
2: so she was there for she. She was raised by roadie. To be honest with you, it was uh,
1: <laughs> exactly. It, yeah,
2: she, we you know touring. She was born in uh, July of uh, two thousand three. By the end of two thousand four and uh, two thousand five, which was sort of our album cycle for the first Alter Bridge record, she was she was on the road. Yeah. Um, and my wife, uh, we've been Jesus, we've been together for thirty. 31 years
1: pretty impressive we've we, been
2: married 21 we got married in in uh in 2001 but we started dating in high school in wow 19.
1: that's incredible um you yeah. got you know we're anom- 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 an anomaly and we are an anomaly you and i in our yeah. business so yeah we are we great. are outliers pretty great sure. pretty great isn't it well we got a lot yeah. of our friends that have had successful marriages and uh we've got a lot of friends that haven't you know so yeah um but in our business it's it's challenging so does your bride get to go out on the road with you does she want to go on the road when you go to Europe and stuff
2: she so she will come out uh, and the uh, my wife and Mark's wife uh, are very close um, our children my daughter is the oldest of of the kids in the band but they're all pretty close together within a year or two or um, uh, Whenever we we always try to plan it so when like the wives come out, the kids come out, right, and they all come out at the same time. So it's not it's staggered, right. Which probably would make more sense if it was staggered, especially for room on the bus. But the kids want to be together, the wives all want to be together. So we'll pick uh, you know a a spot somewhere in that tour. Where they're able to come out and it doesn't conflict with school and all that other kind of stuff. Now that my daughter's in college, it's a different story, but we always had to plan everything around school events. You know, (laughs)
3: she's got. That's right.
2: Sure. Summertime, they can come out. If it's winter, you know, are there exams that they're missing? That kind of thing. So the the wives plan it together. Right. Uh, all the husbands just sort of brace for impact whenever yeah. the uh, <laughs> the circus comes out. <laughs> your,
1: your nest you is know. empty now, so it does change the game. But you're cracking me it up does. right now. I never thought about this, but I'm just about to. And I'm guilty of this because I was a big Goodfellas, Tombstone, uh, um, uh, Casino. It was always planned in the bus, and but you know the front of the bus – with Silence of the lamb, all these scary things in a coal bus. <laughs> and our kids were all raised around all that. No wonder oh, yeah. certain things have happened oh, to them yeah. in their lives. I forgot the influence we all had on them <laughs> just just being around. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. Love it. I love that. Well, Mississippi Minutes up, although you're in Florida, take care of my boy Trey Benson up there. And you guys, I hope he uh, I hope he runs for 2,000 yards this year and just lets just lets it eat. Uh, he's a great kid. From, like from I your said. lips to God's ears. Yeah. Man yeah well blessings to you brother I appreciate it Scott Flip Phillips has been my guest from Creed co-founder to Alter Bridge co-founder to, and projected Alter Bridge is what we're celebrating today in and out of the breaks we'll play it loud just crank it up give it an extra you know three or four twenty decibels whatever you've been in a Mississippi Minute visit mississippi.org we'll change the world this weekend check it out Scott thank you brother thank you I I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying. Hey folks, Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay. It's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: We do nothing but talk. They don't tiptoe around anything. They're not afraid to just tell you like it is, and they have opinions that are strong. It's what we do, and we're good at it. Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.